Although Pete Buttigieg is no longer in the presidential race, his legacy lives on in his rules of the road. Respect, belonging, truth, teamwork, boldness, responsibility, substance, discipline, excellence, and joy. Welcome to Twitter Travel's Rules of the Road. I'm back with the fifth episode, the fifth installment of Rules of the Road. Oh, I'm kind of sad that these are the last two rules. I mean, Pete, come on, couldn't you have thought of some more for us to talk about? Well, that will have to be another podcast. We've got excellence and joy today. And joining me is Verity, who goes by Gardeners for Pete on Twitter. Verity, are you there? Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you know, we. I'm so glad that you uh, wanted. were game for doing this. I We met really briefly. That's what this is so, so funny. The Twitter travels. So technically, uh-huh. I traveled. <laughs> you are on Twitter. And we both uh-huh. traveled to Iowa. So it was yes. in the stands of the LJ at the Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines, Iowa. I remember well. You do remember? Oh, good. Of course, yeah. And you, and it, oh, gardeners for Pete, yes. And I, th- I think I said something like, uh, oh, I'm a terrible gardener. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, what's the first thing that comes to mind? You know, well, you know, we were talking about. I get that a lot. Or, or, you know, like we could have talked about Pete, but, you know, maybe that's what we'd all been talking about already. So um, we had been talking a lot about Pete that day. I, I think you and I met. If memory recalls, it was pretty late in the evening, too. Um, And I remember thinking before we even got into the arena that it had already been like so much had already happened that day. Because, Um, oh, yeah. And then Pete was the first speaker. Yeah. And the rock star experience that I will never forget. And then I think people were moving seats and a lot of things Mm -hmm. were happening with that. Yes. So memorable experience for sure. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, where you're at? And you live in New York? Yeah, I live in Tarrytown, New York, which is uh, just north of New York City. Um, It's in Westchester County. Um, And I'm on the Hudson River side, which is nice. So um, on a clear day, I can see it through the trees. Um, and I, along with Lisa Connolly, co-led uh, the New York Volunteers for Pete. And, and Lisa Connolly work- of Barnstormers, is that correct? Yes, okay. that's right. Yeah. Um, of all of her many talents. Um, so we worked together in New York for Pete. Um, and that's how I ended up here, I guess. You, yeah, you had a very active group. We did. Yeah, we had a wonderful, wonderful group. Um, We had just so much enthusiasm. And it was an it's a very interesting place to organize because New York City has so many quirks to it that are different from probably anywhere else in the country. Like, so many people who live in apartment buildings and we were starting to think about how are we going to do door knocking when, when so many people live in, in apartment buildings. Um, uh, and we were lucky in New York city to find some restaurants where the managers really loved Pete. And so we were able to have events there. Um, and then upstate, 
you know, it was, it was kind of a different speed and a different way of doing things. And, um, you know, a lot of people going to parades and almost like New Hampshire. Yes. (laughs) Well, we had a lot of people from upstate New York who went to New Hampshire to volunteer and also from New York city, including Lisa Connolly in my car, um, that my car became the, I lent my car to, uh, uh, vol- some volunteers who live in the city. Shane Hudson drove it and put the, I don't know if you remember, the Barnstormers Pete Mobile topper. That I'm going to have to check that Pete. out. Yeah, it looks like a, it's like, like a taxi cab topper, except it has Pete on it. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, so and it lights up. You weren't in the car. So so you just I let them not use in the car. The car. <laughs> okay. Yes, I got pictures of the car that I could show to my son, which he was, he thought he was like, pizza, Pete, pizza, Pete, because it also looks like a pizza delivery oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> he was just delighted by it, as was I. So if anybody saw that topper, the car with that topper in New Hampshire, uh, the weekend of the primary, that was my car. Oh, Awesome. And that's that grassroots, you know, coming up with those ideas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not like the campaign said, now, I think we should have these car toppers. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I think that might have been, who was, I don't, it might have been Julie from Barnstormers who came up with that idea. Oh. I don't know for sure. That sounds like a Julie And thing, Julie but. was Buttons for Pete now, Buttons yeah. USA something. Uh, well, it's it's okay. great that we're all still out there. Yeah. So we can we, are. we can continue these relationships. Well, let's get yeah. let's get talking about excellence and joy. And great. Ag- again, I'm going to start with the description, the definition that is was on Pete for America document that I got. So excellence is a functional presidential campaign is such a marvel that we may at times be amazed simply by the fact of what we are doing. But the standard we should hold ourselves to in every part of our work is not whether it is at the level of a presidential campaign, but whether it is at the level we would expect of the best presidential campaign of this time. Wow, essentially it's saying a presidential campaign is a marvel in itself. Mm-hmm. So, so it's already a high standard. I mean, I think it's mm-hmm. so so great that, that that is established right at the beginning and the word marvel I love I love the fact that that word is used because yeah me too it's like are you starstruck what's a marvel something something <laughs> I, that's amazing you know being the lawyer in me looked it up and I looked it up on what in I have the web Miriam Webster's app and uh, the first definition is one that causes wonder or astonishment so it's wonder is just to be a, a candidate so you're already up there. Yeah, and to be part of a—I mean, it's interesting because he's—he—he he doesn't say that it's a—it's a marvel to run. It's about the campaign itself, and I remember reading this for the first time, and I was in the thick, I think, of organizing, and thinking, oh right, we're doing something really incredible. And to take a step back and see, really appreciate how things and people are working together. Um, That's what I think of when I think of. So you remember that you actually took a moment to and and say, wait, this is, this is special. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, with many of the rules of the road, I did that. Um, yeah. Because they, I just think they're very well written and, you know, very much Pete um, and really embody him. And it's, it's easy, I think, in life generally to not really look up, to keep our heads down and just keep, keep working, working, working like a hamster on a wheel. Yeah. And this statement certainly made me pause and step back and say, wow, you know, it really is an incredible thing to watch people put together um, this organization. You know, it really cannot be done by one person or by a small group. It takes everybody rowing in the same direction. Oh, for sure. Um, and getting back to the excellence of it all, if we establish that basically the the baseline is uh, mm-hmm. that it's a marvel, uh, then it goes on to say, but the standard we should hold ourselves to in every part of our work is not whether it's at the level of a presidential campaign, which is already a marvel, but whether it's mm-hmm. at the level we'd expect the best presidential campaign of this time. So striving mm-hmm. for that, like, no, we're not going to just be like, you know, we, we're going to, we're going to do, do our best. Right. Um, yeah. And so a standard uh, that the word standard is used there is interesting that the standard mm-hmm. we hold ourselves to, um, how do you think of, of that as a standard is that how does that help uh, when we and it, when it's stated that way i think of it i think it is a way to set the campaign apart a little bit from campaigns that have come before and at the time this was released there were a lot of campaigns there were a lot of people right. running as i recall um, and so it's, and especially, I think it's one thing if you are, you know, a senator or a former, you know, former vice president and have a lot of people who have been through a presidential campaign working on your campaign, but he was always an underdog and, and unknown I, and yeah. And this kind of, you know, from this, my takeaway has always been, this is not a, 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 you know, this is not just any campaign. We really are in it to win it. Um, and we're going to do the best work we can do. Right. And it, it, of course, this overlaps with substance and all, many of the sure. other, other rules that we've already discussed when we think about uh, excellence but the best mm-hmm. yeah, so I was going to say why be the best but you've just answered that you know that's the only way to do it right mm-hmm. because if you're the underdog you can't just be doing it like everyone else you're not going to right. get very far yeah and but how do you, how did the campaign and we you and I know that yes they achieved excellence and it's hard to describe really what that was. But Pete in him, Pete alone, right, he's the excellence because he's such a remarkable person in many ways, intellect and um, I always say emotional, highest IQ, highest EQ of anybody yeah. out there. Um, so, you know, it was coming from him that, you know, he was bringing, the candidate himself was showing excellence. Mm-hmm. 
What else do yeah, you think was happening? Yeah, one thing that I heard a lot from people who have worked directly with him is that he working with him makes you a better person. Is that because you want to do your best? I think it is, but it's not just do your best, but also be, because you can do, I think, in many ways, excellent work while being a really not nice person. (laughs) Right. Or or doing the work. Am I I allowed to swear on this podcast? No, Um. I am definitely, I am... I am even G-rated, not even PG. Oh, wow. Uh, Good for you. I know. Um, okay. I mean, I think that there is a, there's, this to me, you know, brings it to a whole other level that you need to be excellent, you know, as a, you need to be excellent to your colleagues. You need to be excellent in the details. You need to be excellent in, in the, all of the work that you do. And it seems like this boils down to the reason for your excellence. I think mm-hmm. that you're saying, so you, if you're not a nice person or what if you were working for a boss who was really not nice, but of course yeah. you're going to, you're afraid of losing your job. So you're going to do an excellent, you know, mm-hmm. an ex- excellent job. So um, what you were referring to when people say that Pete brought out the best work is much more than maybe an, an end product that is like the best report you could ever do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think it's also, I I think a lot about, in my professional life, I work a lot with startups and technology companies. And there's this paradox of excellence in that in order to get something truly excellent, you actually have to be willing to take risks. Um, that's certainly how it's viewed by a lot in who of people who work in computer science um that you you need to be willing to fall down several times in order to get back up and really run and it was the benefit of a campaign like like Pete's that it was clear that his people felt that they had the room to do that you know, there were so many new and cutting edge and interesting uh, technologies and methods and forms of organizing that were tried and used on the campaign. And as a result, I think it was excellent. You know, we certainly saw that in Iowa. And I mean, I'm still seeing it now. They really did build a nationwide network of organizers, people who had never volunteered for a political campaign, who now know how to do it. And even can, because of the relational organizing training, don't even need access to a phone bank list. <laughs> they can just do it, um, which is That's amazing. That's brilliant. excellence. Yeah. And that's because of training, talent, uh, motivation, and, and the support, mm-hmm. the support that, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have the support of, of the campaign right. when I do this. Right. So excellence can be in different forms. I think of talent, of course, uh, the campaign hired very talented people to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but then the, the work itself 
was held to a standard. And I, I know that we, we often talked in our you know, Minnesota group about, well, we don't want to let Pete down. So that's, that's mm-hmm. part of it too. And the leadership of, of the candidate showing, showing that he's doing his best. So, so, yeah. so we should be also. Oh, but what, as a volunteer, what, what does it mean to you? Excellence. Is it doing your best? It's, uh, it's funny because organizing by nature, it just has to allow for some messiness. <laughs> I actually, I was, I was going to use the word messy. Yes. <laughs> it, I mean, it's this like movable feast of people coming in and out and, you know, figuring out who, who is good at what and, and who has time when and, you know, giving people the tools to, um, you know, get up and fall down. And uh, it really, there is, I don't think there is, nor could there ever be any perfect, you know, perfect meaning mm-hmm. without any mistakes, right. organize, political organizing. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's, I did worry sometimes that, um, excellence might be sort of overshadowing some of the other rules of the road of the campaign (laughs) Um, that, you know, we had to be careful to not let the perfect be the enemy of the good. I think that excellence is just overlapping so much with substance. Mm. Yes, I agree. um, How you would measure excellence is having the substance there and uh, all the team, everybody, uh, working together for that. Yes. Yeah. And part of that is the, you know, in order to have excellence, you need to have a good, uh, you need to have a good system for feedback because there's no way that the people at the top can understand what's happening in a nationwide organization unless they're open to talking to their people. And they have good systems in place for that. And I did find that 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 worked well on the campaign. You know, if we needed to uh, talk to Justin, shout out to Justin Munn, our regional organizer, um, regional organizing director. You know, he he was always available, and he was very good at passing along our comments and and coming back. You know, getting back to us with with um, responses and. You know that, and we felt valued. Um, I think that's a another part of being able to produce excellent work, mm-hmm. and it's, that's like the respect and belonging. Yeah. Everything. Oh my! Yeah. Go- my goodness. Valued. That's so important. And then I'm thinking of a word like professional. You know, professionalism mm-hmm. and t- taking your your job seriously, or any any sort of task that you're given, taking it seriously, and. Um, mm-hmm. wanting to live up to it. Well, let's go to the last one, Joy. And this might be why you volunteered for this. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I'm so excited. So excited but about Joy. I'm also, I was also happy to talk about excellence. So it's a good thing they were next to each other on the list. Yes. Okay. So this is a little bit longer description for Joy. Amid the great challenge we have accepted, let us be joyful. 
We are privileged to be in the very center of the most important conversation in the world. We are assembling a team of wonderful human beings. Along the way, we will all get many opportunities to lift one another up and lift up those we encounter. The American presidential election is the world's greatest civic and democratic ritual. It will shape us, but we can shape it too. Let us shape it partly by spreading the joy of working for our beliefs. Woo! Okay, I'm going to take this apart sentence by sentence, basically. <laughs> but it does say, yeah, this is a great challenge we've accepted here, uh, so let's be joyful. Uh, but mm. so starting out with that, you know, setting that as a, 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 this is understood that we are going to be feeling challenged. Um mm-hmm kind of saying, hey, let's be realistic that this is going to be hard work, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what what challenges do you think Pete's referring to, uh, the challenges of the campaign? I mean, to try to elect a 37-year-old Maltese-American <laughs> gay yeah. mar- married mayor uh-huh. of the third largest city in Indiana as president. Um, that's a that's a pretty big challenge. Yes. And so a little negative press, uh-huh. negative, <laughs> um, just being attacked. Skepti- That's what I'm thinking yeah. about is constantly being attacked for it. Yeah. And skeptical, certainly skeptical press. Yes. Um, Under the microscope. Yes. Uh, skeptical, politi- a lot of the political class was skeptical. So but knowing that's okay. that that's going to happen, saying like, you know, we, we have to be joyful. We've got to be joyful about that. Um, the next uh, sentence is that we are privileged to be in the very center of the most important conversation in the world. So again, he's referring to the fact that, you know, running for president, you know, and, and many of these rules, he does make a statement to this to the fact that you know we're honored we realize we realize mm-hmm. what a big deal this is to even be you know to be in the race at all and so but i love the word privilege that's so humble mm-hmm. we're very privileged yeah it makes me you know this comes up every four years on you hear see this on social media but there are so many people outside the United States who wish that they could have a say in the U.S. elections, just average people, because their lives are so affected by who is president. Yes. Um, that's what I thought of when I read this. Oh, yes. That's a, that's a good, yeah. And and just to acknowledge that, that yeah, we, we know the magnitude of, of just being in the race, right? Mm-hmm. But, so, you know, whatever the results are, the outcome, setting this up. Yeah. We realize just being in the race, what a responsibility and privilege this is. And yeah, the center of the most important conversation in the world. Yes. So you picked Mm -hmm. up on that international part of it. And then the next sentence says, we are assembling a team of wonderful human beings. So instead of using the word people or staff, right? (laughs) Human (laughs) beings. Wow. Mm. That makes me tear up a little bit, actually. Why do you yeah, think he uses I, that? I'm not sure why that choice was made, except that I think that it it may be because it just saying we are assembling a team of wonderful people 
sounds very different from we are assembling a team of wonderful human beings. I think it makes you pause on it. You know, it takes you longer to read or say. And it makes you maybe connect the emotional side mm. of people more. That for me, I'm 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 thinking that's a way to yeah. connect a, a, that side of people rather than the other the side where you know their education, their skills, mm-hmm. um, and experience, and that and underneath it all that we all need joy. So doesn't matter where yeah. we come from or what our background yeah. is. But I don't know. I have to ask him that. <laughs> I have a lot of questions <laughs> yeah. for you, Pete. <laughs> so just great also to have uh, some some variety and word usage mm-hmm. too. Okay. Then we've got along the way we will get, we will all get many opportunities to lift one another up and lift up those we encounter. So I'll, break, I'll just separate that because first we'll get many opportunities. So I see that as growth. Many times he talks about things that allow for there to be growth, with mm-hmm. personal growth for, for people. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how you see that as opportunities. Like, uh, that's something that you could take advantage of or not take advantage of, I guess. I don't know. To spread joy. Yeah, it really, um, so I went to an event with Chastin before I went to an event with Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this really reminds me of Chastin, this part of joy that he, he mentioned there was a Q and A and, and he mentioned that you know, he talks to a lot of people at a lot of events. He, he, and that people, um, have a lot to say and some of it's very hard for them to say and hard for him to hear. And that, um, you know, there, there are just people, there are people going through tough times and, and that, um, we have an opportunity to, do a lot of different, you know, we have the opportunity to, to react to that in several different ways. And I think that choosing joy is what really made this campaign special because it, it makes it clear that there, how do I put this? It's a very, I think, unusual word to have in a statement like this. Um, to have in a set of values for a political campaign. And I think it helps to level set what this is all about. And it, to me, the joy provided fuel to keep going, much more so than I think any other emotion would have compelled me. And, and that's the, the human side, right? Right. The, the human and the opportunities are the things that are not necessarily planned, right? That's where I see right. I see uh, this as, you know, you never know when you're going to get that opportunity. And, and uh, mm. you know, uh, you should go for it instead of just thinking like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll do it or not. That, those unplanned moments. Mm-hmm. And then I like how this it's phrased, these are opportunities uh, to lift one another up. Mm-hmm. And lift up those we encounter. So lift one another up. So if you think about your organizing group, right? So lots of mm-hmm. fun. You'd be working really hard. And then, you know, somebody does something fun and you get energized again. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was always thinking of it like that. But of course, beyond that is to lift up those we encounter, which could be when you're door knocking, could mm-hmm. be, uh, it's online, right? So, which we yeah. talk about on Twitter, if you encounter mm-hmm. somebody, but just that re- sort of a responsibility to, to spread joy is, I, I don't know, the, to lift up though, lift up, I, I, mm-hmm. I think of that as make somebody feel better, give somebody like- I don't know. I I think of it certainly in the online world, even in the offline world as you know, when you're organizing or on a political campaign or you're dealing with people on online, especially on platforms like Twitter, you see a lot of you you receive a lot of information that from people you don't know or don't know well and it can sometimes my first reaction to things is, is, um, like to be a little shocked or maybe this person, like my first reaction is, oh, this person's a little strange or, Mm -hmm. but this statement to me has always reminded me to, you know, start by, you know, I can't help my very first reaction, but I can help my second reaction, which is to initially give people the benefit of the doubt and, and to lift them up rather than um, put them down. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I think, you know, campaigns can become insular just like any group of people. And this is a reminder to me, along with belonging to provide a space where everybody is welcome Mm -hmm. and not just, not just to, you know, walk in the room, but really be part of the group. Right. And to lift up someone, does that imply that that person needed it? Like they were feeling kind of down or, I mean, it could be that it could be like, oh, you guys need some energy. So let's do something fun. Uh, you're, or you're sad about something. Let's do something fun. Or it could be just that there's a, there's a baseline and we, we just need energy. Mm-hmm. energy from well, it. Well, to me, it, it, that this leads into the next sentence. Yes. Um, the next sentence. Do you want to read it or should I? Sure. So let's say the American. Uh-huh. Um, the American presidential election is the world's greatest civic and democratic ritual. It will shape us, but we can shape it too. So the, the election itself, the presidential election, yeah. So meaning that, yeah, so some of it, we, we don't, well, we don't have a control over a lot of it, actually. So, mm-hmm. so that's going to shape us. Yes. And that's something that he says in his book. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but we, yeah, so if you can't control it, you know, then don't worry yeah, about there's it. there's just some of the early political advice he got was that there's just a lot in politics that you can't control as a mm-hmm. candidate. But just the fact that the end of that sentence is, but we can shape it too. So yes. we're going to, it's just like, was it, I don't know, substance. One of the the other rules that said that, that you know, we can hopefully change the, the way things are done. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, um, if anybody got that from the Pete campaign, that we're fun. I mean, like, what do you say? What is joy? Is joy fun? I, I don't think know. so. It's, and I think it's joy to me is, I don't know. I think about, about things like the phrase happy war- warrior and that you, 
you know, that many activists, um, cause activists believe that you have to have sort of a font of, of hope and faith and joy in order to do this work day in and day out. Um, and that's what this reminded me of, especially right now when, you know, we are facing an existential threat to our republic. And, you know, however imperfect it may be, um, that we, we there, it, it's, it's scary sometimes the amount of work that we need to do in order to um, turn the country around from what the current administration has done and, and to move beyond and, and do better than we had been doing before. And I think joy to me, I think is a really necessary counterbalance to that. Yes, because otherwise we can just get into an abyss. <laughs> yeah, I I think about my grandmother who was born just a few years after women got the vote um, and grew up during the Depression and had a very tough childhood and um, not such an easy adult life either. And she was so funny <laughs> and she would pause and laugh about things and, and make jokes. And, you know, she found the joy in the little moments. It's almost like that. She developed that as a survival instinct or survival yeah. technique. And, you know, it was her way of, of getting through. And I asked her once, you know, how did, how did you get through all this that she said you know you just do <laughs> I didn't have a choice and um you know I don't even know if she knew but I I think that a big part of it is is joy and humor right oh so having fun humor feeling happy mm -hmm. and I feel uh like energy is a part of that yeah joy an energetic happiness almost there's another element here because in the the end let us shape Okay, so spreading the joy of working for our beliefs. So specific, not just like having fun to have fun, which is great too, mm -hmm. right? But specifically yeah. by um, the joy of working for our beliefs. So beliefs, mm -hmm. values, you know, working on the campaign. And since mm -hmm. we're committed to that, we want to show that how fun it is to work for it. <laughs> the yes. joy of working for the beliefs. So, so tying it together uh, is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. uh, so not just fun to have fun, but fun. Uh, I don't know. This is, I, I see a lot of the, for me, the fun was working together as a group and developing yes. that, the teamwork, uh, that, that feeling with uh, the other Minnesota folks and for you, mm -hmm. New York, and wanting to actually have fun and lift each other up. Yes. So that was just naturally what we wanted but it was nice to know that it was <laughs> something that was in the rules of the road that we should we should actually you know include the oh, joy wow. yes right? because often we'd yeah. be saying hey it's the joy it's the joy can you think yeah. of a time when uh everyone was saying let's get some joy <laughs> fun <laughs> we you know we had 
I'm sure this is true in all all the groups around the country, but we had some very funny people in New York for Pete. And we just, you know, we crack jokes and, um, you know, try to try to get the work done while also keeping it a little bit light. Um, that's something I always appreciated about our group. And then just also thinking of fun ways to do things. So mm-hmm. one way we did very early door knocking because we didn't, it was so far from, it was December and we, we went Christmas caroling for Pete and just dropped off oh. postcards. And so we actually did <laughs> sing Joy to the World and we commented Aww. on how, oh, this is our joy. But, but that's another angle really was thinking of, of fun ways to spread the news, mm-hmm. uh, creative, and that goes with the creativity and also goes with the fact that we were untethered and like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you, you can think of, let's, let's do it. Yeah. You know, like your, yeah. the thing on top of your car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and whoever thought yes. of, the, whoever thought of the big peat heads that would be oh in parades, I don't know. You know, person. I have the, the four foot peat head from Virginia. It's, it's, in my house. Oh, okay. You're going to get calls. <laughs> um, the Some of the Virginia for Pete folks brought it up because they came um, up here to New York to help us kick off Signature Collection on New Year's Eve. And they left his head there? Yes. Okay. Yes. They came to my house for a party on New Year's Day and Christy was like, do you want this? And I was like, sure. Um, oh my yeah, goodness! So, I, so I, I, you had in my house. I don't know whoever thought of that idea, but that was oh, that was gosh, kind of zany. But you know, it's let's just, just have fun. let's just have fun with it, right? Yeah. And, I mean, it really worked. And plus, yes, it was effective. It really worked. It was very effective. And the peat, the full, you know, the life size peat. Having that, I would have when I had some events outdoors. People, you know, flat cross peat. the whole. <laughs> yeah, flat peat. They'd cross you know, the whole length of the park just to get a photo with, I know that, you know, a piece of cardboard. That always surprised me, you know, I thought, really? Okay. But yeah, <laughs> but it works. <laughs> but and it's just fun. You know, I, I remember I'm not a morning person at all. No, I'm not um, either. But I sometimes in the fall when I was organizing, I would, wake up before my alarm and excited to do this work okay which always blew me away that's very telling which i you know and i think it's because of the joy um it was the most fun that i had for a sustained period since trump was elected oh me too for sure and and I think that we really needed it. That's another aspect, the whole yes. reason that, <laughs> you know, Pete was such an attractive candidate. He's the, the mm-hmm. anti-Trump in in every way possible. Yeah. And we were, we just needed that. We needed that joy. Yeah. I, know <sighs> I did. Well, how do you think excellence and joy are related to each other? Because I always ask that, that the two rules that we've talked about. I think that joy is a part of excellence. I think that excellence is, you know, as I mentioned a little bit before, I think excellence is a bit of a paradox that some people, when they think of excellence, 
they think of never making a mistake. Right, and studying and, really hard for that SAT test yeah, and getting the perfect being, score. Yeah, and being, you know, I think of, you know, professionally, I certainly work with, have worked with lawyers who, you know, are just feel like you can't ever, ever have even, you know, one um, bit of formatting not be exactly the way every New York lawyer has always done it. (laughs) And that it's freeing. um, It's certainly much more conducive to the creative process to have some room for for something else, to have some room for experimentation, to have Mm -hmm. some room for joy, um, room for fun. And that must be hard in some professions that are tend to be uh, more serious or, yes. or expected to be serious to throw up a little bit of joy in there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. But as we talked about, the joy gives you ener- keeps you going, gives you energy. Mm-hmm. And I think it gives, you know, it just gives the, I'm no brain expert, but, you know, I think it, it, it provides our minds with some necessary fuel to be creative and, and, as you say, have energy. Have energy and run around. And I wish I could go outside right now and, you know, be with people again. Because so that's that's feeling, oh, for yeah. me, uh, joy is was a lot, of obviously, in person. But I've been yes. trying to spread joy on Twitter. So <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. And that's like, you know, just keeping sunshiny and, and yeah. uh, funny. Well, what are, you, what are you working on? You're still involved in... You're still spreading your excellence and joy, aren't you? <laughs> I'm trying. I I sort of fell into um, co-leading Westchester for Biden, um, which I'm happy to do. And I just happened to go to an event where there was somebody else who also wanted to organize for, for Biden. And so we decided to get together and we've been quite successful. We've been having... Um, you know, big weekly calls, and I finally figured out Zoom. I oh, that's had awesome. not figured it out before Pete dropped out. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. But, so that's a thing I learned. Um, and I'm happy to say, you know, many, many, many of us who are uh, Pete supporters who followed Pete, uh, Pete's endorsement of Biden um, have been giving them suggestions, giving Biden's campaign suggestions, and they followed our suggestion to have a rules of the road type document. Right. And that um, just came out earlier this week, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Monday? I think it was uh, maybe late last week. Okay. And um, they asked people to contribute. And I, in, I said, you have to include Joy. And they did. You are the one. Thank I don't you. Think, I'm sure I'm not <laughs> the only one who did that. <laughs> um, and of course, the description is different, but that's that's fine. Oh yeah, because uh, it's it's Joe's it's campaign. A campaign. It's a different yes. candidate, and um, but it it. I'm glad that that was included. And you're also you put out an alumni newsletter for 
Team Pete forever. I don't know. You you started. I don't know if you have time to I do it. Started. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't um, mean to be sort of calling no, you on no, the carpet. No, no, right no, no, now. No. I I've sent out a couple of them and then got really busy with Westchester for Biden. But I've started. My process before was to was what was to collect things to include and i just recently again started collecting things to oh yes so, so we're gonna get another one so we're gonna get another one yeah we're definitely gonna get another one and we're we're building out our volunteer organization here at westchester so i'll have a little bit more help um on on that side so but i love the way that you um took on that leadership role of well like okay so what what's going to happen when you know, now that Pete's dropped out and what about all of us with our <laughs> support and, yeah. and, and, and energy to still do something. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that you right away, you know, took the reins and said, well, let's, let's at least stay together in some way. And, and, and you did that pretty early on. And a lot of people were, let's see, it's sort of like that. How do we react to this huge disappointment, mm-hmm. right? So some people just yeah. basically had to retreat and, you know, mm-hmm. get under the covers until they can deal with it. And, um, and then some people are like, okay, yeah, we're still going to be together. And let's, let's make sure. Yeah. Um, and you compiled a, an, an email last year. You probably still, still want people. I yes, I would love more people to join my email list. So find me at Gardeners, the number four Pete, and I'll send you the link. How um, many names do you have? About four hundred and fifty. Wow. Yeah, you could get more because I thought there were like fifty thousand volunteers. Oh my gosh! Pete. <laughs> be be careful what you wow. wish for. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to do something where people could opt in and, and I, you know, I knew that the campaigns, you know, the staff was moving on and, mm-hmm. you know, we wouldn't have any access to any of those lists right. anymore. So, and a- uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know that I would have crawled under the covers if it not for COVID, but I did crawl under the covers several weeks later. <laughs> and it's like, you know, this is too much to handle. I mean, yes. you know, one thing is like our, our special favorite candidate who really should be the next president abruptly, mm-hmm. you know, from our perspective was abrupt, <laughs> abruptly yes. dropped before we could even have Super Tuesday. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then, then we have this pandemic that is for real, you know, at first yes. we think, oh, there's this little virus going around. No. And that was sudden. And then the walls closed in. Yes. Yeah, that that's. Uh, I thought Mar- yeah. March was really the worst month, and yeah, March was pretty bad. And so now I'm, kind of, you know, we're getting used to it. And yeah, we are. We I. It took several weeks. I have two small kids, and just trying to get into a routine with them mm-hmm. was, you know, it took a while. Now I think we we kind of have it down, but it, it was definitely discombobulating. And we can use the rules of the road at home, too. Oh, absolutely. And joy is so important for yeah. the, like, we, I do silly things here, you know, because it's easy for me to do silly things. But one of the first weekends, I noticed that, I don't know what I was serving for breakfast, but there were so many different choices that I thought it was a Sunday. And I said, hey, this is like a hotel breakfast, you know, one of those <laughs> hotel, you know, where you can go to the buffet. So let's uh-huh. pretend because we can't travel for a long time now. So oh, <laughs> or just, you know, anything that you can joke about and make fun. And um, yeah. 
but but now did we did you go to South Carolina? You know, no, I only because it was Minnesota was ramping up for Super Tuesday, oh, and I thought, right. okay, if I'm not staying in Minnesota for the thing that we've been preparing for for you know mm-hmm. since last summer, that would be that would be kind of sad. Um, yes. So, so just, that's why. Otherwise, I, I would have because we 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 stayed at the Hampton Inn, many of us, um, and they had. An, a, one of those wonderful breakfast buffets mm-hmm. where you've got the you know fruit and eggs there and, with my barnstormers mm-hmm. friends oh well the barnstormers is, is staying together and, and then rebranded so that's the other thing that happened right away that made me feel feel better mm-hmm. too that okay because i it's like your um identity the sense of identity of being uh you know team pete right and to, yeah. to feel like if that's just going to disappear who am i right what am i Mm-hmm. Gonna, and all these friends that I've made. And so they, they immediately, you know, said, we're still barnstormers. We're just, you know, barnstormers USA, you know, yep. and we can still be together. So, yeah. Awesome. Great. And, and building bridges, which is also great. Oh, yes. I, I, there's, I get kind of confused with all the different entities out there. Well, that was one of the reasons I, I wanted to create the newsletter was oh, to yes. have a place to stick all that stuff. Um, and give updates on on the major I think organizations. That's really important because, as far as like, I'm mostly Twitter, but for our Minnesota group was a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't don't hang out at the the Pete for Minnesota group anymore. And then there are all these other Pete groups on Facebook, and I get and I'm on and I'm invited to them, and I'm a part of them, but I'm kind of confused about who's doing what. So I, I think I, your newsletter as a, as a Twitter. As a primary Twitter user and only tertiary Facebook user, I feel your pain. <laughs> right, and but I and I miss my my Minnesota group. I'm like, why? How can we get together again? But I think if we were able to be out in person, that we probably we would have definitely gotten together. So yeah. it's just hard to do. Yeah, um, remotely. But it's it's great that um, I don't have to say goodbye to you because I know I'm going to see you again online yes. and probably in person eventually. I hope so. Because <laughs> Team Pete forever. Team Pete forever. Now this is the end of the all the rules, but mm-hmm. folks, don't don't fret because I'm going to have a few more episodes with very special people where I'm going to talk about certain aspects of the campaign and how the rules of of the road really made a difference for them. So stay tuned for the next episode and um, we'll say goodbye to Verity. Bye. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Twitter Travel's Rules of the Road. I hope it inspired you.